0: The podcast you're about to hear was made with Anchor. Make your own podcast for free at anchor.fm.
1: Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're all doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, where we discuss the finance issues that we all deal with and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. I'm happy to be back here joining you guys again for another podcast. And today's episode is centered all around a call-in that I received from Alfred. Alfred had some follow-up questions on the episode that we did, uh, number 17, on uh, automation, just some of the ways that I implement automation in my finances. So uh, let's go ahead and jump into that call-in from Alfred.
0: Alfred da Costa here just wanted to express my gratitude for this, um, this station and, uh, was listening to the, the, um, was listening to the automation segment. One of the things I've always wished is that I could have one bank account with, uh, like 20 debit cards or something that I could have, like, the gas put to one, you know, or have, like, a certain savings for the holidays to go to the other and, you know, just different automated things, but, it's impossible. And so, you know, that kind of lends to the whole envelope system, which there is even an app, envelopes, which isn't working out so well for me. But I really loved what you said about having different bank accounts and having money sent to those. And you won't even miss it. And so I'm wondering about your strategy with that without getting too far into your business. As far as what types of accounts, how easy is it to get multiple bank accounts? and uh,
1: just a little strategy. Alfred, thanks for the call in there. Appreciate it. And I think you got cut off a little bit at the end of your call, but what it sounds like you were saying was you're looking for some strategies or techniques to manage your finances using multiple bank accounts. Uh, because like you, I also tried the envelope system. And for those of you who don't know what the envelope system is, it's a method of budgeting where you go to the bank and on payday, take out pretty much all the money that you earn for that for that paycheck and you bring it home and you divide it up into a series of envelopes based off of um, your budgeting categories so this would be things like you know food gets its own envelope so maybe you'll put 200 dollars in a food envelope and then there's your gas and then there's uh, an envelope for like going out and having fun maybe uh, an envelope for clothing you kind of decide what each envelope will represent and how much money will go into it but the thought process is that once the money in there, that's all you're allowed to spend in that given category. So if you were to say overspend or not overspend, but spend all of the money in your going out envelope, then you're done. You shouldn't be spending any more money going out. You shouldn't dip into the, any of the other envelopes. It's supposed to kind of keep you honest and sh- and strict on each category and um, the uh, the thought process. And what a lot of people say is that it prevents them from overspending. It didn't work out for me just because I do a lot of my purchasing online. And um, what I ended up having to do was go to the bank and deposit the money that I that I had taken out to cover uh, a charge or purchase that I had made online. So it was it was a hassle. It didn't really work out for me. Um, I also tried using the app, but um, the app is just creating virtual envelopes. So you have this app on your phone, you track your purchases, you categorize them, and it depletes these virtual envelopes. But it's really not separating your money. All it is, is uh, it's just within the app. So when I looked at my bank account, all the money was still commingled, and I really had no idea how much I had for each category just at a glance what i ended up doing to get around this was i decided to open up multiple bank accounts and treat each bank account like an envelope so the money that would be for a specific category like say for auto repairs would go into a specific bank account and i knew exactly how much money i have for that that category and you can do this a number of ways you can open up multiple checking and savings accounts you can have your own combination the one thing to keep in mind though is that you want to select your accounts carefully because you want to avoid fees. You don't want to be paying fees just to have these, these accounts It shouldn't cost you money just to budget. Savings accounts are the one to really watch out for because there are rules or laws in place to prevent the number of withdrawals and transfers that you can make out of a savings account. So you're limited to six withdrawals or transfers per month. Once you cross that number, you'll can you be charged a fee. Uh, Most banks I've seen, they charge a fee of about $5 for every additional withdrawal or transfer that you make in a month over that sixth one. And if you are a repeat offender, they can actually take that savings account and convert it into a checking account because they're saying the purpose of this account is to save money and leave it in there because, you know, banks work how they make money a lot of time other than the fees you pay is by lending out the money that you have in the bank. And so for this reason, the Federal Reserve requires that banks have a specific amount of money on hand, and typically this is 10%. And this rule is only applicable to the balance held in checking accounts. And so savings accounts, the banks are allowed to lend out pretty much all of the money that they have on deposit. And um, the reason why is that the thought process is checking account. They know money is going to be coming in and out of that account constantly. That's what they're used for. But with the savings account, it's expected that the money will stay there for long periods of time. So they aren't expecting large withdrawals to occur. And that's what the reserve is there for. If, um, large withdrawals were being made from a bank, they have enough cash on hand to cover that withdrawal and, you know, provide it to the consumer. But with the savings account, if that does happen, they're kind of out of luck. So, uh, there was regulations, regulation D that was, uh, put in place by the federal reserve board and this regulation limits the number of withdrawals that you can make from your savings account. So that's where this limit of six comes from because they figure if you're doing more than six withdrawals in a month, you're not treating this as a savings account. You're treating this like a checking account and that's when they can go ahead and convert it to a checking account for you, or they can even close your account or just continue to charge you fees. It's up to the bank. Um, how strictly they're going to enforce this rule. So they're like, no, can't do that. You gotta leave that money in there. That's not what that's for. So be selective in your accounts. Uh, for me, I only use a savings account if it's something that's going to be long term that I'm not going to be dipping into multiple times. So my food budget, I'm not putting that into a savings account because obviously you're going to be spending money frequently out of that type of account. Uh, It'll be things like my car registration, which come up uh, pretty infrequently. You know, it's once a year. Uh, If I have a special purchase at Christmas time, I have an account for that just to get prepped and ready for that type of thing. You have to kind of just know, know your habits, know what you're going to use the account for and choose accordingly. Uh, things that you'll be dipping into frequently, like maybe your rent, um, gas, things like that, you want to use a checking account. And what I recommend, even for the savings accounts, uh, as well, is looking into the online banks because your traditional bank, like a uh, Chase, Wells Fargo, Bank of America, a lot of them have, um, requirements that you, things you have to do in order to waive the fee. So it'll be things like you have to do so many, uh, debit card transactions or you have to have direct deposit, uh, greater than $500 per month. Uh, there's all these rules which could, if you don't meet each month, it will result in you paying a fee. And, um, there's just too great of a chance of you, of you paying fees on those things. And I've noticed that banks like a, um, it used to be called ING. They're purchased by Capital One. Um, Ally, uh, I think Discover Card has a, uh, an online savings account that, that they're like the, I guess the comp, they're competing with the bank. So their, their fee structure is much more consumer friendly and they make it much easier for you to have multiple accounts and not have to. Uh, pay any type of service fee on those things, so I would suggest looking into uh, online banks in addition to your traditional banks and creating a mix that really work for you because the whole process it is fairly easy um it just gets more complicated as you add more banks, so I try to reduce the number of banks that I'm using I try to keep it to one or two banks, maybe three. Uh, if I can, because that's just another set of accounts, you have to manage a new website. You have to go into, uh, it just can get really complicated and, you know, you have a lot of passwords and usernames to uh, keep track of. So that would be my suggestion. So, Alfred, please let me know if I answered your question. Hopefully I did. Um, thanks for the question. Really great question. Nice follow up to um, episode 17 that we did on automation. So if you have any other questions, please let me know. And that goes for anyone else listening as well. If you're using the Anchor app, just like Alfred was, you can send me a call-in. And what a call-in is, it's just a voice recorded message that I can listen to, and then I can add it directly to a podcast episode and answer it for you. So please feel free to do so. Uh, but if you're not using Anchor, you know, don't feel left out. You can also contact me on Instagram at Pop Finance or on Twitter at Popcorn Finance. And I check both of those pretty regularly. So, uh, you know, feel free to send me a message and I can just read that on the next episode. So as always, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to listen to the show. Uh, there's so many other things you could be doing with your time. So I appreciate you choosing to spend a few minutes with me here. Hope you all have an amazing day and I'll talk to you soon.